and having sense of empathy in your business to make things much more easier for you. When you have sense of empathy, that is you putting yourself in the position of the client. So if you put yourself in the position of clients, it will enable you to understand the clients more so they'll be able to relate well with you and it will help uh, the relationship between both uh, yourself and the clients. And also I've gotten lots more other values from the podcast episode I edit from life coaches, from professors, from celebrities and all of that about adding values into people's life, how to be much more professional, how to make clients relate much more to you and how to grow your business in a nutshell. Boss Uncaged is a bi-weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners as they become uncaged trailblazers, unconventional thinkers, untethered trendsetters, and unstoppable tycoons. We always hear about overnight success stories, never knowing that it took 20 years to become a reality. Our host, S.A. Grant, conducts narrative accounts through the voices and stories behind Uncaged Bosses. In each episode, guests from a wide range of backgrounds sharing diverse business insights. Learn how to release your primal success through words of wisdom from inspirational entrepreneurs and industry experts as they depict who they are, how they juggle their work life with family life, their successful habits, business expertise, tools, and tips of their trade. Release the uncaged boss beast in you. Welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Welcome, welcome back to the show, Boss Uncage. On today's show, we have Emmanuel. Emmanuel, better known as Emmy, is a communication, I say master. I mean, he, this guy has been around the block forever. He's been doing producing. He, he's done editing. He's done all facets of mass communication. This podcast probably wouldn't be as good as it is. The quality wouldn't be as clear as it is if it wasn't for Emmy being behind the scenes. Um, the other beautiful part of this particular episode of this podcast is that Emmy is all the way in Nigeria. Hey, Emmy, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing quite well. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. If you don't mind just telling our viewers I mean, a little bit about yourself, I mean, who are you? Okay, well, first, thanks for this opportunity. It's great connecting to you and also to your audience. So I was born into the family of hardworking parents whom I've not only talked about the importance of hard work, but they've also led by examples. They also still lead by examples now because they are still much alive. And by us, I mean my siblings and I. I am the last born in the family of five. So fast forward to the future. I have become a guy that loves motivating others. I bring out the best in others and also adding values in people's lives. And equally, I have my business. I love traveling, meeting people, and learning new perspectives. So that's who I am. Got it. Do you mind defining yourself in three to five words? Okay. Funny guy, a motivator, and one that gives values. Yeah, I definitely think... 
out of those three, value is probably your greatest asset. And we're going to dive into, you know, like your business a little bit, but not only do you do podcast editing, what other lines of business do you do in mass communication? I do scripts writing, like movie scripts, right? And I do voiceover. And also I do adaptation, like movie scripts adaptation. If a client has um, a book, which they would love to turn into a movie script. So I collect the book and go through it, and I do the professional adaptation into a movie script. That's very interesting. How did you get into that line of business? Okay. My journey into podcasting, right? Yep. Okay, it started right from when I was young. So my dad is a language expert, and he marks English language examination scripts of um, examination bodies here in Nigeria. So growing up, I had interest in copy editing and proofreading written pieces, right? So over the years, it's metamorphosed into the audio version because that's basically what um, podcast editing is about, putting perfection into recorded audios. That's pretty much how I got into podcast um, editing. Got it, got it, got it. So, I mean, I think we met through Fiverr. And unfortunately, you know, Fiverr has gotten, you know, raps over the years of being potentially not the best platform to use to find outsourcers. And I totally disagree with that because, I mean, obviously I, I use several people from Upworks. I use people from Guru. I use people from Fiverr. But I have to say pound for pound, like you're probably one of the best individuals that I've ever found on Fiverr and, and just like what you, the value that you bring to podcasting is not just about the editing. I mean, it's more so you're a podcast consultant. With that being said, what difficulties have you faced being on the Fiverr, for example? Uh, one of the major difficulties, I could say it's the time zone difference. Most of my clients, they are from the U.S., from different states in the U.S., different cities and all of that. So the time zone in U.S. is behind uh, Nigeria's. So most times when a client comes online and sends a message, it could be 3 a.m. in the morning here when uh, I'm sleeping. Mm. So before you reach out to the clients early in the morning here, that's uh, in Nigeria time zone, the client could have given someone else the job. So I could say one of the challenge is staying up late in the night, making sure I um, reply messages and looking out for clients that would send messages in the midnight to get um, jobs done. It has made me adjust my sleep time. I stay up mm-hmm. late in the night working, then early in the morning, I go to bed. Got it. So that's kind of counter backwards. I mean, you edited one of the podcasts where I was talking about it, it's good to have people in different time zones, especially overseas, because it gives you opportunity to work a 24 hour schedule. And I just think that these other business owners are missing out on that opportunity for, versus them letting you be on your natural time schedule can give them opportunity to work more around the clock versus having you adjust to our schedules in the U.S. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? There's the wide experience. If you hire freelancers to do works for you from outside your country and different time zone, 
the freelancers that if you hire a professional, they will have a, a wide variety of um, experiences that uh, it will help you to improve on uh, your work as an individual. And also it's cost effective because uh, we consider exchange rates here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's cost effective for both uh, the clients and the freelancer that is doing the job. So it's a win-win situation at the end of the day because the amounts that the clients pays when you change it to the local currency of such country, it becomes something tangible. You know, we, we spend Naira here in Nigeria and the value is not all that cool against dollars. Also, yeah, flexibility. The time aspect too. A client could send me a job during the daytime here and I'll start working on it. And before it gets to the night time over there in the US, I'm already done with the work here in Nigeria. So it brings about uh, flexibility for both myself as a freelancer and also the clients. Got it. Got it. And so you brought up exchange rates. I mean, what is the current exchange rate between the US to Nigeria right now? A dollar is 366 naira. Got it. Got it. So, I mean, that definitely puts things in, into perspective if you have an essentially one U.S. dollar and you're converting into 300 plus. Yeah. That's definitely, like you said, a significant ratio change. Yes. So we always hear about the overnight success stories that take 20 years to become a reality. And I mean, this point now, I think you have over what, 400 podcasters, not podcasts, but you've worked with over 400 podcasters. How long did it take you to get to the point to where you're working with over 400 clients and all their podcasts? Okay. It took uh, roughly six years. And was that a lot of marketing on your behalf or was that just kind of like using these platforms to jumpstart that? One thing I enjoy about Fiverr is when you work on Fiverr and you perform very well, your services are top-notch. There's a way Fiverr markets your service for you where, I mean, the algorithm, your gigs or your services, the services you offer, they will be on the top, the search results. It's to position your gigs on the top where anyone that comes on Fiverr easily, they'll be able to see the services you offer. And aside that, uh, I've worked with, like you said, I've worked with over 400 podcasters and they've also helped me market my services because once you offer clients values and you make them feel good about themselves, in turn, they will show their own appreciation by bringing in even much more clients for you. So along the journey, most of the clients that I've worked with, they market my services for me, both on the platform and outside the platform. I get emails from new clients telling me they got my contact through a client I've worked with in the past and they really love the work I do and they would want me to start working with them as well. So Fiverr does the marketing for me and also the clients I've worked with, they do the marketing as well. That's definitely good. I mean, it's one of those things about you know networking and referrals and essentially you've, you've figured out how to 
you use Fiverr to jumpstart to get your direct leads. And then you're doing great work to convert your direct leads into direct hot market referrals, which is it's a great strategy. I mean, obviously, and it definitely shows. I mean, it's not like you just have 400 podcasts. You have essentially a few hundred five-star reviews as well. And it's not an easy task to get five-star reviews on that magnitude of people over a period of time. It's definitely a difficult task. Yeah, thanks. In total, I've edited well over 12,000 podcast episodes. Since you've edited so many podcasts, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Yes, I've thought about that for a while now. But the real issue is knowing the actual niche to start. Because, you know, being an audio editor, I have a larger variety of clients with different uh, perspectives, different uh, niches and all of that. So it's like a challenge for me to just pick a single niche because once you feel interested in a particular niche and you're wrapping your head around how to start your own podcast, another podcaster will come with a much more interesting niche which you would fall in love with again. So it's a bit a challenge, but I'm hopeful I should start my own podcast. Once I make up my mind, I'll start my own uh, podcast. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think definitely you're going to have a pretty quick fan base. I mean, all your clients by default would definitely, you know, lock in and subscribe to your pocket just because we know that you're going to give us great insight and a very direct market, not just about audio quality, but also about podcasting and the tempo and the speed and the audio quality. And all these are factors that majority of people don't even understand that come into play with developing a solid podcast. Right. All right. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is what's one thing that you could have done differently to get you to where you are a lot faster. The interest I had for audio editing at first, I didn't take it uh, as a business. I was just uh, doing it for fun and not uh, taking it as a real business. It took about three years of learning how to edit audio before I attempted to delve into it and make it something professional. So what I could have done differently is to start things up early. The moment I knew about audio editing, I should learn it extensively and just start up with it. And I believe I could have done a lot more for myself if I had taken it much more seriously. So do you come from an entrepreneurial background? I mean, is your dad or your mom or any uncles or aunts in your family entrepreneurs? Yes. Most of my relatives, my parents, they work uh, for the federal government of Nigeria. And they also had side uh, hustles. Since growing up, both parents, they still find something doing. And, you know, over the years, they've let us know the importance of not just relying on a single source of income. While you work in uh, an office environment, it's also cool for you to have your own business aside because it's not really cool to put all your egg in a basket, as they say. So I have uncles, I have um, siblings that they are much into entrepreneurial aspects. Do you think having that core background, having a lot of family members that dibble and dabble in entrepreneurism, was it a factor to your success? Yes, it is. While growing up, as I said, there were times when 
there could be delay in uh, getting paid of salary at the end of the month. And it's this side also that my parents did that uh, helped at that time. So I believe growing up in a family of entrepreneurs has helped to shape my own entrepreneurial journey. Likewise. Got it. So it sounds like, you know, you have a pretty decent sized family. I mean, how do you juggle your work life with your family life? Okay. I live with my sister, my big sister. So I don't really do much here just to assist with um, some few house uh, chores and all of that. I'm just here. I don't have uh, much responsibilities to put it right. Got it. Got it. On another topic, I was listening to the, the podcast that you had sent me earlier, and you were talking about some of the, the issues that you faced living with the electrical grid of Nigeria and just kind of how you've overcome those hurdles. Do you mind sharing that with our viewers? Okay. In Nigeria here, the the national grid, it's not all that good, but there are alternatives. So the one is to get a um, generator and you buy fuel inside which at least you'll be able to use to do uh, work for a long period of time like at the moment there is no power supply i had to power on the generator to work and alternatively you could get uh, a solar system and an inverter so hmm. the sun charges the batteries so it helps uh, go a long way for you to have um power supply and do other businesses because like my kind of business i have to be online 24 hours and i also work with my laptop which needs power supply as well i mean yeah i think that's definitely it's a key point and the reason why i brought that up it's a strong testament to your dedication to your craft and that's one of the things that unfortunately gets lost in translation and i think one of the hurdles that people don't realize that if you are working with someone overseas and if they are willing to go this extra mile and this extra effort, I mean, I think pound for pound, it's an alternative option that's essentially could be better right. than using someone locally because, I mean, you're willing to go the extra mile. You're willing to, you know, not to say the client's always right, but you're willing to listen and you're willing to satisfy their needs and do it at the best possible quality that you can. And, I mean, obviously you've shown that, you know, 400 times over per each client. Yeah, right. All right. So what is your morning habits, your morning routines? Okay. Uh, waking up early in the morning, I go to the gym mm -hmm. because once your body is fit, you'll be mentally fit as well to go through the day's uh, struggles. So I wake up, I walk out, then come back home fully refreshed. I take my bits, um, eat breakfast and start working. I could be on my laptop for the next eight hours, 10 hours straight. So when you say early, what time do you consider early? 11 a.m. Got you. So in our time, what do we were six hour difference? Yeah. GMT plus one. Got it. Wait, what time is it there right now? It's 1.38 p.m. Got you. So and it's, it's eight. So it's roughly five hours. So essentially you wake up about seven o'clock. And what time do you usually start working? Okay, once I come back from the gym and have breakfast, I relax my mind and at least one hour after coming back from the gym, I start working. Got it. Where do you see yourself in 20 years? 20 years from now, 
I see myself married <laughs> and with kids and also uh, my business will be thriving. So what do you see your business potentially in 20 years? I mean, right now you're saying that, you know, you're working eight hours a day. It's a, it's a very successful business, but where do you see yourself as far as scaling in the next 20 years? Okay. In the next 20 years, I would like to have my own company because at the moment I do most of the editing. Roughly in a month, I edit about 100 to 120 podcast episodes. So the stress is so much on my neck. So I believe with time, I would have my own company where I would outsource the jobs that I have to professionals like myself and all of that. So in the next 20 years, I believe I'll have a system which would make things much more easier for myself and for my business. Gotcha. And I think you're in a sweet position because you're editing like thousands of podcasts. So you get to hear all the insights, all the details, all the interviews, all the tools and trades and all the tips across the board from all 400 of your podcasters. So I think you have a leg up on majority of society is just trying to figure out what to listen to or what to download. And by default, you're listening to all of them. So I would think, you know, have you gotten any great insights and any motivation to continue to grow your business through the podcast you've been editing? Yes, I have. In general, I mean, what have you utilized from the podcast that you've been listening to over the past few years? Okay. Yeah, I've learned quite a lot in uh, a lot of aspects from different episodes. And part of what I've been able to learn is to have um, a sense of empathy. And having a sense of empathy in your business to make things much more easier for you. When you have sense of empathy, that is you putting yourself in the position of the client. So if you put yourself in the position of clients, it will enable you to understand the clients more. So they'll be able to relate well with you and it will help uh, the relationship between both uh, yourself and the clients. And also I've gotten lots more other values from the podcast episode I edit from life coaches, from professors, from celebrities, and all of that, about adding values into people's life, how to be much more professional, how to make clients relate much more to you, and how to grow your business in a nutshell. That's great. Great. What tools that you use that you wouldn't be able to run your business without? Okay. A laptop and editing software. I have quite a lot of editing softwares on my laptop, each one performing uh, different functions. I use um, Adobe Audition. I use it primarily for editing. And there are some other softwares that Adobe cannot really handle uh, some of the things that you need to take out. Like if an audio has um, echo, does room reverb. Adobe Audition, it's not really cool to get rid of the echo. So there is another audio editing software that they call Isotope RX Audio Editor. So I have like three or four editing softwares which enable me to do the editing quite well. Yeah, that's definitely some some great detail. I think 
most people probably just think they just use one editor and you can kind of pretty much do whatever you need to do and get the best quality out of it. But obviously every particular software has its strengths and weaknesses. And it's like you found a a combination to utilize to get the best effort on these podcasts and put it forward. I mean, a lot of times I'm sure you probably get some really nasty quality audio and then, you know, Adobe may be good to slice it up, but it may not be able to get out the background noise as clean as something else. Right. What final words of wisdom do you have for up and coming entrepreneurs? You know, I mean, people that potentially want to build podcasts, people that want to get into audio engineering or just mass communication. What insight could you give to them? Okay. Be a problem solver. I know what your values are. Now, the world does not care much about your race, about your educational background and other stuff once you can offer tangible solutions to their problems. So once again, be a problem solver and the world will come at your feet for your services or any other thing that you set out to do. That's definitely great. I mean, you live up to those words. I mean, you solve problems for hundreds of business owners and entrepreneurs that all want to get their messages across through podcasting. And you, you've given us the opportunity to utilize your services to get that done. And the reality is, is majority of us probably don't understand anything about audio or even how to edit audio and having you as uh, an associated team member gives us the opportunity to not only deliver great quality, but to get great insight on our messaging as well. All right. So I definitely, I appreciate everything that you've done for this podcast as well. Thank you very much. It's been an honor working with you over the short period of time. And I hope it gets better as the time goes by. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So how can people find you online? I mean, Facebook, Instagram, you have a website. Uh, what's your, your Fiverr handle? Okay, I'm just building my website for now. So in the next uh, couple of weeks, I will have it launched on Fiverr. My username is mek10, and that is fiverr.com slash m-e-m-m-y-k, then with number 10 at the end, mek10. On Instagram, I have the same username as Fiverr, instagram.com slash mek10. Great. All right, so I got a, a bonus question for you. Okay. Well, actually, I got two for you. So I'm going to start off with the easy one first, and then I'll go to the harder one second. Fair enough? Go ahead, yeah. All right, so the first one is, if you could be a superhero, who would it be and why? Could be Spider-Man. Okay, why? Viewing things from the top, getting over there, and seeing things from the upper perspective. So when you have um, a upper perspective of things, You'll be able to see where the problems and every other thing. You'll be able to see it from uh, the right angle where you are. So part of the problem uh, solving skill. That's definitely interesting. The next one up is if you could spend 24 hours in one day with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? Okay. Yeah. Should be my grandfather. Hmm. And there is a being... He died just a few months to when I was born. And my parents made me realize that I take a lot of things after him. I talk like him. I behave like him. 
I do practically everything like him, but I was not opportune to meet him in person. So it would be a great opportunity to spend some quality time with him and see myself in a much more older person and much more experienced. I believe you'll be able to teach me a lot of things. Yeah, that's definitely a great testament to your family tree. I mean, just from the stories that you told earlier, it looks like you're completely surrounded by entrepreneurs, which is uh, to have this great insight that you have and this great foundation. It's, 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 to me, it's kind of one of those things that you just, you can't make it up. You have to either be born into it or then you have to, or create it for your family moving forward. So being that you have that strong background is definitely a value add. Sure. My last question for you is, I mean, what is your most significant achievement today? My most significant achievements should be my learning skill. I love to learn. I love to learn so much. Once I have a platform to learn, I dedicate my time and everything into it, which is why I enjoy audio editing, this podcast editing, because I'm able to listen to a lot of um, guests from all around the world, and it has improved my knowledge of the word and quality of my life and every other aspect. So the learning skill I have and listening skill, I believe, are my most uh, important assets. Got it. That's definitely great. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it was definitely insightful to kind of get your, your viewpoints and to understand, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, how you're doing it. And just giving our audience some insight to how they can kind of, you know, come into your area of expertise or at least have some understanding if they want to build or develop a podcast on the steps on what to do next. So I, actually, I got one more question for you. If somebody did want to start a podcast right now today, right. I mean, what area of logistics or what area of business or what have you seen that's really trending right now in podcasting? In the aspect of podcasting, I believe. Business is the most important that uh, people talk so much about and health because health is wealth. So the mental fitness and also on uh, entrepreneurs, how to build a business, how to build a legacy for yourself and the people coming after you because mm. there's only so much you can do with what you earn from the office job that's the nine to five, as it's popularly called there in the US. So people need to know much more about businesses, about things that they can develop by themselves and how to be successful in it. So those two, I believe, are the most popular niche for new podcasters to delve into. Definitely, definitely. Great, great. Well, as always, Emmy, man, it was definitely a pleasure working with you, speaking with you. And you know, I look forward to seeing what else you're going to do and, and what are the podcasters you're going to be able to help in, in the years to come. Thanks for being our guest. Thank you very much, and It's an honor to be here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to become an uncaged trailblazer. If this podcast helped you, please email me about it. Submit additional questions you would love to hear me ask our guests and or drop me your thoughts at asksagrant.com. Post comments, share, hit subscribe, and remember to become a boss in cage. You have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off.
Listeners of Boss Uncaged are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful book, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.sagrant.com slash boss uncaged.